you don't like that, that doesn't work for you, but you're not going to create such an opposition with that person or that behavior unless it threatens your ego and your identity. What is up, my friends? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. How are you doing today? How are we feeling? February has been a bit of a long month for me so far for good and bad reasons okay good and bad good and bad we're holding both we're holding both but I feel like there's just like a lot uh, there's a lot going on in the ethers and if any of the astrology girlies knows why I feel a little bit crazy and sleepy let me know I'm curious, and I want to know how your month has been so far, okay? Let me know in the comments below if you're watching on YouTube. So today, we are talking about the shadow. We are talking about how to spot the shadow. Shadow work is something that I have discussed quite a bit on my YouTube channel, so... Um, I will leave some videos down below. If you don't know what shadow work is, we're not going to get into that right now i'm so sorry so sorry but i'll leave some videos down below and you can watch those and get into it because shadow work is my favorite thing it's my favorite thing to talk about and it's because i believe that if everyone did this work we would live in a much much better place so these are three ways we're just gonna get right into it three ways that you can spot your shadow now I do want to say that uncovering your shadow, different aspects of your shadow, is not something that you can force, okay? You cannot force yourself to do shadow work. I believe that the idea of a shadow and shadow work is revealed to you and your consciousness when the time is right, and that shadow work is an ongoing, lifelong process. There will always be different layers of yourself and aspects of yourself that will reveal themselves when you are ready to become conscious of those things and so I think that it's not something that you can force you can't force yourself to become aware of something that is in your unconscious mind right but through intentional awareness and honest introspection you can allow your shadow to be revealed to you layer by layer and brought from the unconscious to the conscious or from the shadows into the light. I also think that when you are trying to get to know your shadow, you're trying to understand these hidden aspects of yourself, you'll realize how much the ego plays a role um, and how having an awareness of your ego, having a relationship with your ego can guide you into aspects of your shadow self. Um, because the ego really is what creates our shadow because the ego is there to protect us. It's there to protect our identity. So when you understand that, you understand why it's protecting you, where it's protecting you, how it's protecting you, you can get to what it's protecting you from whether that's within or without okay so the first way that you can recognize your shadow is by looking at your triggers and when i say your triggers i'm talking about 
somatic sensations that you experience within the body as well as unhealthy, uncomfortable narratives that you hold in your mind when X, Y, and Z happens. Our body is always communicating with us. If you don't really know what your triggers are, like mentally you don't know what the story is that your brain is telling you when something happens that is triggering, if you don't know what those triggers are, your body is always communicating to you what they are. They can be very subtle. They're not always going to be these overblown stories of like, you did this to me and now I feel like you don't love me or you don't care about me or you're betraying me or abandoning me or etc. right? Sometimes they're very subtle and you can tap into them by just paying attention to what your body is doing in any given moment, right? Maybe you are having a conversation at the dinner table and someone says something, okay? And mentally you don't really know that you're triggered, but you start to feel, you start to contract, right? You start to feel this tightness in your chest or maybe in your throat. You start to feel maybe your hands get hot, okay? Maybe your body starts to overheat because it's making you kind of angry. There are parts of you that are in your body that are reacting to whatever was said that are telling you this isn't safe, this isn't comfortable, I don't like this. That is a really good way to recognize what your triggers are. And I do want to say with all of these things, is this triggering me because there's something within me that is unhealed? Or is this triggering me because this other person is a dickhead and is not being considerate, is not being empathetic, is not a safe person? Now, nine times out of ten... There is an aspect of you that is unhealed. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a trigger for you. But that doesn't mean, and I want to make this very clear, that doesn't mean that it is only your responsibility. It's it's your responsibility to heal. It's your responsibility to regulate your nervous system. It's your responsibility to create safety for yourself. But that doesn't mean that all of the responsibility lies on you in the situation, if that makes sense. So you can still hold other people accountable for their actions if they are being shitty. But it's also up to you to discern like how much of this is me and how much of this is them. And what am I in control of? What am I not in control of? And then focus on what you are in control of. Do you need to set a boundary? Do you need to retreat into yourself? Do you need to create safety for yourself? Do you need to regulate yourself? What do you need right now? What is in your control? What is not in your control? But don't gaslight yourself, okay? Into feeling like because I'm triggered, everything is on me and everything is my fault, okay? I want to make that very clear. We don't we don't talk like that in this household. We don't gaslight ourselves around here. I just want to give that disclaimer, okay? When you are triggered, there is something within you that is unhealed. There is something within you that is trying to get your attention. In any instance, your triggers can be pointing to either your light shadow or your dark shadow. And if you don't know the difference between the two, again, I will leave that video down below. But it's always pointing to some aspect of yourself that is either wounded or has been repressed or buried away. So pay attention to what triggers you because you're not just triggered for no reason, right? You're triggered because at some point in your life, probably early on in childhood, 
um, Carl Jung, who coined the term the shadow, says that majority of the shadow self is developed from the ages of like from birth to seven years old. Parts of our shadow can develop after that, but the majority of our shadow is created within that time period when we are first learning about life. So when you are triggered, it's because there is something within you that is unhealed, that is wounded. So pay attention to the things that trigger you. The next way that you can recognize your shadow self is through your judgments and your projections of other people. Now, this one is a little bit, you really have to like wrestle with your ego on this one, okay? And this is something that I am constantly struggling with because listen, I I like to talk shit, okay? I like to talk shit. And I don't mean like gossip, like being mean to people that I that I know or that I work with or whatever, but like, you know, in, in traffic, okay? In traffic, when people are being stupid, or I'm at the grocery store and there's someone over here screaming for no fucking reason. Like, I like to talk shit when people do things that in my head are silly and childish and immature and cruel. And, you know, I, I okay, I, I do like to talk shit because people just get on my goddamn nerves. Okay. And I know a lot of you can relate. However, as valid as it is for me to feel the way that I do about people who are mean, people who are popping off for no fucking reason, people who are dumb, whatever, whatever my judgment is, as valid as it is for me to feel that way towards a stranger or even someone in my life who I don't want around, I know that the judgments that I have, the projections that I have of other people is a direct reflection of myself and my shadow. And let me, let me, let me explain, okay? A judgment isn't just when you have like a negative feeling towards something, right? Like you might see someone who's a bully or who's just straight up asshole and you have like a really shitty, like you do not like that person, you it doesn't feel good to be around them you don't want to be supportive of their actions that's not necessarily a judgment having a bad feeling a negative feeling about something isn't necessarily a judgment a judgment is when you are creating polarity you're creating you're actively trying to separate yourself from this person or this behavior by saying you know, putting yourself above them or saying, I can never do that. Or I hate when people do this. Like I could never do that. I I would never act that way. Or I would, right. And a really good example of this, okay, is when you're in traffic, right? You're driving on the freeway, whatever. And you, someone cuts you off. Okay. They cut you off. They don't have any turn signal, nothing. They come out of nowhere and they cut you off and you're really fucking mad. You're like, bro, like, why are you driving like a crazy person? You could have hit me. Like you could have at least put your fucking signal on whatever, whatever it is that you say or think. And then it could be the same day. It could be the next week. You are rushing to get to work or you're really distracted because you have a lot on your mind and you're just kind of on autopilot and driving and you merge into the next lane unconsciously you don't check your blind spots 
you just like you're just on autopilot right and you make a mistake you fuck up or you're rushing and you're like fuck everybody I don't give a shit and you cut somebody off and in your head you can justify why you did what you did but that person you know what that person is thinking and feeling and judging and projecting onto you the same shit that you were doing to the person that cut you off before so I think that's a really good example of how our judgments and our projections can create blind spots within ourselves and if we're willing to look at them we can recognize aspects of our shadow we can recognize we judge in other people the aspects of ourselves that we have either suppressed consciously or aspects of ourselves that we know are a part of who we are on some deep level, but we do not want to embody them. We do not want to express them. We don't want to be seen as an asshole. We don't want to be seen as an inconsiderate, shitty driver. And so when someone acts that way, we project that onto them, right? They're an asshole. They're inconsiderate. Instead of thinking, you know, maybe someone is dying maybe someone is just having a really bad fucking day maybe someone is having a baby maybe like who we have literally no idea we have no idea what is going on in this person's life or in their head just like people have no idea what is going on in our life and in our head right and so it is okay to have a negative feeling about something it is okay to say i don't like that i don't want to act like that but when you create opposition between yourself and that person and that behavior you are denying to yourself an aspect of you that likely exists we are all capable of being cruel we are all capable of being inconsiderate whether we do it on purpose or not we are all capable of fucking up of being not so great people no none of us are perfect all of us have these aspects of ourselves that come out these ugly kind of dark shadows that come out depending on what is going on in our life we also have aspects of ourselves that our gifts that are magic that we are actively ignoring and suppressing because we're scared of what will happen if we embody them a good example of this is when women put down other women for how they dress for how they express themselves for their sexual sensual expression to me that is a huge indicator of suppression that is a huge indicator of a shadow that is that they are unconscious of and it's not to say that if you are someone who just prefers to be more modest that's okay you don't want to dress that way you don't want to live that way that's fine again having a negative feeling about something is not a judgment but when someone is actively saying she's a slut she's this i could never do that i would never dress that way i would never say that out loud i would never share that on the internet whatever the fuck when someone is actively creating separation between themselves and that person, that is a sign that there is a part of themselves that they are suppressing, a part of themselves that they are scared to embody, whether it's because they have trauma around it or it was just they were raised a certain way. There could be multiple reasons why we create shadows, right? It's important to look at the judgments that we have of other people so that we can recognize what is our ego doing? What is our ego trying to preserve about ourself, about our identity, 
by creating opposition between me and this person, me and this type of behavior, this type of life, this type of self-expression. What am I trying to preserve about my identity, right? Because if you don't give a fuck, like you're comfortable with yourself, you're comfortable with being more modest, you're comfortable with how you express yourself, how you dress, you're not going to feel a need. Maybe again, you disagree with something, you don't like that, that doesn't work for you, but you're not going to create such an opposition with that person or that behavior unless it threatens your ego and your identity. Because why would it if you don't give a shit? You're comfortable with yourself. There is no aspect of yourself that you are suppressing. There's no aspect of yourself that you are trying to get away from. So the way that we try to separate ourselves from someone else's expression is a reflection of what we are trying to separate ourselves from within ourselves. Now, Carl Jung said something along the lines of, I always thought that when we accepted things, they overpowered us in one way or another. This is not true at all. Only by accepting them that one can assume an attitude towards them. So when you... Non-judgment doesn't equal excusing the thing or behavior because again, there's a judgment... A negative feeling doesn't necessarily equate a judgment. And you can have acceptance of a thing. You can have acceptance of something without excusing that thing, right? So you can accept that you have these projections that you're putting on other people. You can accept that you have triggers that maybe are elicited by somebody else's behavior but are a reflection of something within you. Just because you accept these parts of yourself doesn't mean that you are now okaying them or that you are excusing them. It allows you to look deeper into them. It allows you to be conscious of them and how they are dictating your life and how they have been unconsciously dictating your life. So what you choose to accept doesn't mean that you become complacent. It just means that you are willing to be really fucking honest with yourself, okay? That you are willing to be real with yourself about the shadows that you have and the capacity that you have for certain things, for certain qualities, for certain feelings. The third thing that you can look at to spot your shadow is patterns. Patterns of behavior, patterns of relationships, Um, type of people that you are drawn to, situations that you find yourself in. I think that relationships are a huge uh, mirror for us um, and our shadow self. An example of this is the wounded healer. Okay, some of you might be able to relate to this and I did talk about this a little bit in a past episode. I noticed and finally accepted Um, a year ago that I have a tendency to end up with people who need fixing. I have a tendency to end up with people who are good people, beautiful people, loving people, have a lot of potential, but also a lot of pain that they are not willing to look at. We all have, we all have pain. We all have baggage. We all have shit, but I was drawn to people specifically who I felt like they needed me. And I realized that there is an aspect of myself um, 
that was in my unconscious. There was an aspect of myself that felt like in order to be loved and accepted, I have to be of service. I have to be needed by someone. That is the only way that I can get love and acceptance. And so I kept dating people and ending up with people unknowingly who had this this quality about them where I could kind of t- turn into this like healer or you know nurturing caretaking almost therapizing role for them and try and heal them try and fix them and it's because I wasn't aware of this part of myself that I had buried away which was born and created in my childhood for one reason or another and I still don't know exactly where that wound stems from I know it stems from childhood but again something can reveal itself to you a shadow can reveal itself to you and it will take time for you to fully understand it and sometimes you may never fully understand it but just having an awareness of it is powerful so now that I have an awareness that I tend to be drawn to people who need fixing my nervous system is activated by people who need fixing by relationships that are kind of chaotic because I'm with someone who doesn't have a healthy, secure attachment style. Now that I have an awareness of that wound of this kind of savior complex that I have, this part of me that feels like my work derives derives from being of service, of value to someone, um, of being that person for them, I can recognize when... I am being drawn to a person for the same reason. I can recognize the patterns of behavior in which I start to kind of give too much or I start to take on this role of trying to fix them. When I become frustrated, when they come to me with problems and I can't do anything to help them, I can't do anything to fix them. I can recognize all the different ways in which I am kind of reenacting this wound Um, and because I'm conscious of it, I can choose to move differently. I can choose to either set boundaries with myself and with that person, or I can recognize, okay, this person in this relationship is just, it's just a pattern. It's a repeating cycle. It's a repeating pattern. And this isn't someone that I need to continue building a relationship with. So having an awareness of that is really key, but for a while, I was just kind of running around and being like, oh, you know, like it's not my fault that like other people just don't want to like be better. It's not my fault that other people don't want to take my advice. It's not my fault that like other people just don't give as much as I do. Other people don't reciprocate, you know, the love and the nurture and the care that I put into other people. And it's every it's everybody else that's the problem and not me. Once I was able to recognize this shadow, now I can acknowledge when it's me and when it's the other person. Because it is true that not everybody has the same heart as you. Not everybody is a nurturer. Not everybody is a healer. Not everybody is, you know, a giver, right? You can recognize that. But you can also recognize the role that you play in allowing certain behavior into your life and allowing certain types of relationships into your life you are the only one that is in control of that you cannot control other people right so that's an example of recognizing the patterns that you find yourself in and kind of following that thread 
and being open to that part of your unconsciousness to reveal itself to you. So these are just a few ways to recognize your shadow once you become aware, once you become open, you open that doorway, that gateway to allowing the universe, allowing your interactions, your experiences, your relationships to show you the truth of who you are, you will you will be pleasantly surprised, okay, <laughs> at how much we are unconsciously suppressing it, how much we are unconsciously denying within ourselves, whether it's parts of ourselves that need healing or parts of ourselves that just want to be expressed that want to be integrated into who we are into how we live and yeah so i hope that this video was helpful i hope that you learned a little bit about yourself um, or that you're gonna carry this with you and keep this in the back of your mind um, this is something that you can just reflect on internally and it's something that you can even sit down and journal on and ask yourself like what are my triggers what do i judge the most in other people what patterns of behavior and relationships types of people do i recognize in my life and see what comes up just get really curious with yourself when you are doing this work so thank you so much for listening thank you for being here let me know what your thoughts are in the comments if you haven't already subscribed do so leave a little five stars on the if you haven't already subscribed do so i would love to have you here with me along every step of this journey leave a little five stars on the podcast much much love and i will talk to you next week